All right, we're going digging in the DMs. It's going down in the DM. This episode is going to be a little spicy because we're talking about dating while fat. We're hell sharing, yeah. hell yeah, we're sharing our experiences, and then we're sharing your experiences. See, we don't need hell a software; yeah. we have you. I am the a human glowing. soundboard. You're the human soundboard. We don't need any other equipment but you. You got it. Yeah. Oh, I went first last time, so. I think it's only fair that you share your dating experiences. That's vetoed. We also <laughs> forgot, like, we also forgot. We literally, it's been one episode and we forgot again. What? What you oh told. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. So this is several minutes into the podcast. So you can't move it now. I know. Um, I'm Haley. And I'm Sam. And this is the plus size section. Welcome. (laughs) We're talking about dating while fat. Because uh, we know that everyone on TikTok and YouTube love that our podcast centers around fatness so much that they comment saying, Is your podcast only your podcast really about it being fat? Yes. This is the plus size section. I think being fat is going to be a topic of conversation. I really do. Yeah. It'd be a great branding if it wasn't. If we named it the plus size section and then just never, never mentioned anything about fatness. Of course. Like we're just talking about the weather and what Putin's doing. Right. Well, it is our entire personality. So because of that, we're now going to bring it into dating and include fatness. So yeah. Because that's our choice, for sure, to have (laughs) it affect our dating life. These commenters, they're just, they're road scholars. I am just so jealous Ah, of their intellect. I am too, uh, to be educated. Guess I'll never know. (laughs) All right. I guess we'll never know. Guess we'll never know. Haley, you go first. All right. So, with a snap of my brassiere straps, I'm just... I'm chaotic today. It's the energy. I'm telling you, it's, isn't the new moon going to be in Gemini or something? Maybe. Maybe. Mars like is it. also in Virgo. Yeah. So well, it maybe. is, you know, I have a Virgo rising, so I guess it's conjunct. I don't know the word. It's on top of my rising. We're spicy. Spicy. Plus, I have a Virgo Jupiter, so I think it's like, yeah, yeah. But. Alrighty. Um. I also did not do this outline, so we're freewheeling, we're raw-dogging it, um, we're just gonna see, we're gonna see how this goes. Anyway, so, my dating experience, um, I'm looking at Sam's outline, and so I'm just gonna piggyback off the first bullet point, because that's a great place to start. I also had the experience of, like, in in middle school like whenever people were starting to like quote unquote seriously date because it's not like you're dating seriously in middle school but that was when boyfriends and girlfriends started to like mean something right yep there there were more than one there was more than one occasion where the guy that i had the crush on and i use guy because i did not realize that i was part of the alphabet mafia back then i didn't realize that until i was like 26 so all the crushes that i was aware of were dudes but very very often whenever i had a crush on someone it was made out to be a joke and like just you know i don't I don't have any beef with the guys now because, like, honestly, the ridicule didn't even really come from them. It was, like, the friends around them. Yes. And, like, petty, petty frenemy girls. But, like, 
it was just so funny the the awkward shy fat girl that was like the same height as them would have would have a crush on them and there were even a couple times where like i got a little quirky crush on one of my guy friends one in particular i slid into his dms which in back in this day was passing a note in social studies class oh so asked him out and he said i see you as more of a friend and that was i said okay that's cool in the note dying inside though it didn't affect our friendship though thankfully uh we lost touch after we graduated high school but just didn't have a lot of luck with with guys that i went to school with and i think that i think it was for two different reasons um i think on one hand growing up in a small town there isn't a lot of room for like different types you know like there was just a lot of um how do i say it like the type obviously in the mid-2000s was the very thin petite like preppy girl and if there were guys that i went to school with that had a different type i was not aware of that but i also like i didn't put myself out there either because i was convinced that no one none of my crushes would ever be reciprocated so a lot of them were like i had and i also like i just didn't put myself out there like i kept my crushes to myself and like because obviously by the time i got to high school god forbid anyone find out that i had a crush on someone because i was used to it being like a joke Right. And being made fun of. And like that was the last thing that I wanted at that point. Um, I did, despite not dating anyone until college, I did lose my V card in high school. Um, because I was bored. <laughs> Always you know, I I don't regret it. Obviously, it was something I wanted to do at the time. Uh I regret not caring that this man had a girlfriend that I knew about. Um, yeah, I obviously am not going to dox him or anything, but we were friends from a very young age. You've seen him. You've I've shown you. Yeah. <laughs> Is this your man? No, he's he's married. So, <laughs> sorry. Continue. Oh. <laughs> this man is married. <laughs> That's so funny to me. Poor wife. Yeah, but the shitty part about it was, like, I don't know if it was because I was heavy or because he had a girlfriend, but we did that, and he asked me to keep it a secret. Did I? No. Because I was like, I had sex. (laughs) And like, I didn't have like a crush on him, but I thought he was a good looking guy. It was always one of those things. So it was like, you know, if the opportunity had presented itself to actually date him before I knew that he was a a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater, I would have sailed on that like a hawk on a titmouse, but didn't like, didn't keep the crush long term anyway so yeah i did not keep that a secret (laughs) what wait wait done what on what type of mail i would have sailed on that like a hawk on a titmouse okay that's our new logo everybody that's our new saying that's the catchphrase I find someone attractive or see someone attractive. I'm about to sail on them like a hawk on a tip. Watch. I I wonder if that dude on TikTok that does all the Southern Grandpa sayings has said anything like that. I'm obsessed with it. Sorry. I love it. All right. Anyway. So that pretty much sums up my high school experience. I went to college 
as continuing to be the awkward fat girl metalhead that thought I was unlovable. That no one would ever be interested in me for like, you know, for dating purposes. Um, I was not prepared for just the the sheer difference in interest that came from going to a different city because I was from a very small town, moved to a larger college town in the same state, but holy Neptune. I was I was getting interest Get it. from all, all different areas, you know. Get it. I I yeah. I was I don't think I'm going to get super detailed on this because this is a podcast and should someone, anyone that knows me in real life, listen to this, I don't want them to know nitty gritty. But safe to say, I was I was riding around and getting it. Getting it. From very, very early on in college. And I was enjoying it. I, in hindsight, like, it was it was like I was getting all this attention and I loved it. And it, I wasn't doing things that I didn't want to do. So that wasn't happening. But I was I was allowing those encounters to like satisfy my need for validation. But not- like I was I was doing things that I wanted to do. So it wasn't like I was only doing it for the validation, but it was like a double whammy basically. Right. And that's not something that I realized until I was already with my husband. Like, there were things like my sex drive was fueled by that a lot. Before I really healed that part of me that, like, was getting getting things from all that validation. Like, that, I feel like that was why I was such a horn dog, honestly. Because it was like, gotta have the validation. Right. It wasn't just about the enjoyment. But to to continue um i had my i got my first boyfriend when i was 19 uh he was someone that i worked with when i was 18 uh he was 24 like in hindsight not the best like i i didn't see anything wrong with the age gap at the time and like we were both in school, obviously, in very different places in our college careers, and we worked together. So it wasn't like the age gap just wasn't as apparent until after he graduated. And when it was like he was graduated and he was working and he was over 21 and I was still in school and I was under 21. And mm-hmm. so he wanted to go out with his friends like that was when kind of the age gap became a problem. Yeah. And it caused issues because like I wanted to go out. And he, I couldn't go the places that he was going. And by the time I turned 21, he was in his mid to late 20s. He didn't want to go out anymore. Right. He was tired. Yeah. And like, he wasn't a bad guy. We were just, we were deeply incompatible as far as like what we wanted. And I think it was something like we dated for five years, but I don't think either of us expected it to go on that long because like we never lived together like we just dated right for five years <laughs> and in hindsight like that's wild to me that's a long time for that age frame yeah yeah and that was that was my that was my first relationship like I have a lot of love for him you know he's he's not a bad guy we just didn't work out and my second relationship um, was with the scum of the earth, Hello. the the worst rendition of Florida man that I could have ever encountered. Yep, gross. You're nasty. Yeah, he was the most Leo of Leos. I didn't get into astrology till after the fact, but of course I looked his ass up. He had like five Leo placements in his big six, so just like obsessed with himself. And really shitty, really abusive, um, mentally abusive, emotionally, and towards the end verbally. I met him online, and he 
I feel like it's one of those it was one of those relationships like I didn't see it coming and like I've told you whenever whenever I was down there visiting you like it was he just like he had my number like there was not anything that he couldn't have talked me into and I mean that just deeply like it was it was fucked up and I did not I did not understand the type of connection like I honestly feel like it was karmic because it was just so toxic and so consuming right it was really hard to get away from him yeah even living a thousand miles away it was hard to get him out of my life yes but thankfully I did yes um just for context like i up until well still because i met my husband i I married him like very much a serial monogamist from 19 onward like i had little little breaks of singledom in between but not for very long and was i working on myself in those times no right i was so in the wild oats yeah yeah because validation because validation Yeah, so I met my husband a few months after I ended things with my dumpster fire second boyfriend. Uh-huh. Um, I was not looking for a relationship at the time, but obviously there was something about him. He wanted to take me on a date. He approached me in a different way than other guys were on apps, and it just resonated. I and I met him. We met. Our first date was the day of that big solar eclipse in 2017. Wow. In August. Yeah. August 21st was when we met. Wow. Mm-hmm. I met him shortly after totality, actually. That's I was nuts. I was trying to get there. Yeah. It was an eight-hour first date, and we were, like, inseparable after that. And I... We both had a lot of growing to do in this in this relationship um, next next month. So it, on, on August 21st, we'll make six years of us being together. Two years married, because we got married on our anniversary, because I planned it that way precious yes but he is he's my person he he has put up with a lot for me and i put up with a lot from him because we were two very unhealed little babies like we loved each other but i like i said i wasn't single for very long after my second ex before i met him and the trauma the trauma Yes, dear God. Yes. Like, I in hindsight, I was not ready, and no. I wish, like, on one hand, I wish that I'd had time to heal, but on the other hand, like, I wouldn't have met my husband, right? If I if I had been sensible enough to take that time, so right. I think it worked out. But lots of growth happened, right? Lots and lots of growth. We love to see it. Absolutely, it's painful to go through it, but we love to see it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Real painful. Oh, you, yeah. You know. The listeners will not find out, but you know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. And you know. You know. Mm-hmm. We know. We know. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, uh, as a Libra son, I love Leos. We're not slamming Leos because I can literally no. feel your energy rising up. Um, we love <laughs> We don't think all Leos are self-centered. This man, no. which is the worst example of a Leo that there ever has been. Yes. Um, in relation to being in Haley's life. So yeah. in history, probably not. In Haley's life, yes. Terrible Leo. Yeah. Um and I would I'm love- just a sucker for Leos. It's my it's husband Pisces. is a Leo moon. It's the Pisces my- moon, dude. I'm telling you, be. there's there is something about and I wish an astrologer would like chime in on this. I may ask mm-hmm. like an astrologer friend that I have like what is it about Pisces and Leos? A Leo comes into a Pisces life and they just like 
the Pisces would give every inch of their soul to that Leo. They they mm-hmm. are the perfect person for a like egomaniac Leo. Not a, not like all Leos, yes. but like the ego Leo. Like because the Pisces just like worships them. And I you yes. are not I have like four friends. Like I'm like four friends, four friends. I have like four <laughs> friends within like my life that have had this experience with like their mm-hmm. partner was a, ma- a cisgendered male leo and they were pisces and it like it, it it's like you can't separate them until it's finally no. just like the universe does it and it has to be this yeah. huge thing this hu- you know what i mean like it can't just be yeah. a casual this isn't working out and no it's no. like the pisces goes through so much pain yeah before it, it's finally done yeah he fucking rang me out to dry like I was like a shell of myself. Oh. But outside of him, like my husband has a Leo moon. So Aries Sun, Leo Moon, Libra Rising. Um, and he has a Taurus Venus and I have a Scorpio Venus. And it's just like we are so similar in so many ways, but we're like just different enough right. that we can really piss each other off. <laughs> he said us big three and I went, I literally was like, Whoa. Like that's yeah. a that's a yes. lot of fear and fire just gassing himself up over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, <laughs> you know, Sag yeah. Sun, Virgo rising, Pisces Moon. The Virgo is like, you need to chill. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Uh, even like a couple of my really close friends that are they're females. They have Leo moons. And it's just like I just love Leo energy. I don't obviously didn't know that they had these these placements when i first met them because i didn't get into astrology later but it's like the sun just shines out of leo's ass for me i just am obsessed yeah i will leo <laughs> i love yes. my yes i stand on that hill um yeah yeah so okay. i i'm gonna kick it over to you bud okay so i'm gonna go quick guys <laughs> so hang in there because we're like 30 minutes in, so I'm going to try to speed round, speed round. All right. I'm sorry. So I had, no, you're fine. I had <laughs> similar but quite the opposite um, of Haley because I will say this multiple times on the podcast. I have not always been a good person. I've been, I have been multiple versions and mm-hmm. past versions didn't always make the best moral decisions. Okay. I make them now to the best of my abilities, but young Sam was a crazy, crazy girl. Okay? <laughs> Stick with me. I first started dating, like Haley said, um, in middle school. I had my first boyfriend. Well, actually, let's go. Okay, before that, when I was younger, I was the bigger kid in, like, elementary school. So anytime I had, like, a cute little school crush, I was mm-hmm. made Right? Um... Which just set set me up for wonderful self esteem issues in the future. It was just ooh, beautiful right. you provided me with that brutal making fun of when I was younger. Um, and then I met a older kid who was great, um, but he became my first boyfriend, and we dated for forever. Like I remember dating him, like sixth grade into like my high school year the early high school years like he was wow he was it for me we bro we met online and i'm talking like when i say we met online guys we met through aol aim yes oh my can you feel all yes um and he was like local of course and stuff like that we met up and he he was his he was the only guy where his friends like instantly accepted me as like this is his girlfriend you know so mm-hmm. anytime like they went out and did stuff i would go out too with them and they played lacrosse and i thought that was so amazing and i would go to their lacrosse games and i was always like you know this dude's girlfriend and it was so yeah. great to have like a bunch of dudes that were like nice to me but then well i was toxic um so we ended up breaking up in classic Libra 
form, I was like, it's not you, it's me. I need time to heal. Um, My bad, bro. Sorry if you ever hear this. My bad, you were good. You were chill. Like, he was, like, honestly, it's so funny because, like, I wanted, like, a guy that was, like, super sensitive and super thoughtful, romantic. And, like, my first <laughs> boyfriend very much like this. Like, he thought he was going to marry me. Like, he gave me a promise ring at, like, 16 years old. He did, like, a scavenger hunt for me to find it. His mom was really great. Like, he was a great first boyfriend to have. I was not a good first girlfriend to have. So, my bad, dude. You were great. Um, I just wasn't. I just wasn't a good girlfriend. Um, yeah. So, we broke up. And then, in a very, like, toxic fashion. Um, and then, of course, like, cue me. Like, I was already kind of being, a, like, getting into drugs and stuff in middle school. But I was hiding them from him and hiding them from my mom and trying to keep up appearances. And yeah. then when I got into high school, like, and after my gallbladder, I couldn't hide it anymore, right? It's just the walls right. came down and I didn't care anymore. And I was just like, you know. Yeah. Oh. And that's when Crazy Sam enters really hardcore um and i've always like liked older guys i just didn't so i got into a really bad group of friends in middle school and then they kind of like carried on into high school um but <laughs> try to like try to get everything in but also like remember like the key points of this so yeah. we i found my way the only so i was always like the funny fat friend and in high school, I didn't really have a click because mm -hmm. I was the funny fat girl. I was able to like click hop. Click hop. Yeah. And then I was able to find like my home a little bit in like the druggies, stoners a little bit. Right, um, right. So that was that was cool. And then not cool. It wasn't cool, kids. It wasn't cool. Um, And because of that, I met like a senior I w this was like my after my surgery my junior year I like like clicked with a senior and she was toxic like my mom actively remembers like the day this chick entered my life because she was like oh this is boy yeah like she was a really bad influence on me um just a tear like we went from like cute quirky drugs to like hard drugs with this person yeah like partying stealing stuff from my mom my bad mom um pawning stuff for cash for parties like it was not good so this is wild it, it was a wild my high school experience and like from like from like 16 mm -hmm. to 25 crazy girl crazy crazy girl crazy stories we can have like a whole episode like saga of what i went through um but if you're so if you guys are interested in that let us know in the comments <laughs> If you're interested in some crazy girl stories, let me know. <laughs> so then I went to North Carolina, lost my V-card uh, to the dude that hold, had a whole ass baby mama. She was actively pregnant. At the time that I slept with this man, I did not know. I want that to be a disclaimer. I did not okay. know that he had a girlfriend and that she was pregnant. But when I found out, I did not care. Because like you said, all of these dudes... This fun, this attention, the flirting, all of it was validation. All of it was finally yeah. that my inner fat girl was like, see, <laughs> they like you. Cause like when my, all my inner child has ever wanted was to be liked. Right. So when you get into like the sexual side of things, it's like that validation of like, you are pretty. You are people <laughs> to sleep with you. You know what I mean? So yeah. toxic. Um, just validation and then so i dated that guy for a while he was like the most pathological liar i like an insane pathological liar like he's one of those dudes that lies about going into the military and then everybody finds out he lied about going into the military honestly my crazy my crazy ex probably lied about that too yeah you can he lie to he lied about his mom being dead so. see i don't know what it is about like they come up with the biggest lies like just tell me you're yeah. not about it there was a the, yeah. at one time there was a Facebook group about how many girls this dude that I lost my B card to has slept with. Yes, yes, that's some small town shit right there. Yeah, and no, they were like <laughs> from other states, Haley. They were from other states. Yes, because he would he was in the navy. 
I like can't. I can't. Anyways. Oh my god. I can't. We don't even know. I don't even know how much this I'm gonna keep in, guys, because it's just so chaotic. Um. So, and then, like, just had fun in North Carolina. Had a fiance for four years. I was a good girl with my fiance. He was not good, but I was good. Um, fiance wasn't the best dude. Um, he wasn't a bad dude. He just wasn't like an active participant in the relationship. That's how I'm going to coin him. Even though he cheated, he wasn't. He was just like the funny dude, like the funny kid in yeah. the group. You know, he didn't. Well, he just wasn't active in like trying to get a job and we're like paying rent. And I'm like, get a job. You know what I mean? But like, not a bad Yeah. Guy. Um, so was supposed to get married to him, lied about my license being expired at the courthouse. Oh my God. Um, so no, sorry. like you, you got all the, you almost got to the point of no return. I know. And it's like, it all Ooh. came crashing in the moment too. Like I had, yeah. like, I had the dress on, like we were there. My sister and her dude were there. Like we were. Oh, Sam. And then I like looked at my license and I was like, it's expired. Woof. And I had a Georgia license and we were in North Carolina. So like I would have had to like, it was like a whole thing. So it never happened. Iconic. I thought. <laughs> so it never <laughs> happened. Thank God. Because um, he ended up marrying the woman he cheated on me with and having a kid. Like that's what needed to happen. It's fine. But I feel like they always do that. But, like, honestly, it, it's okay. Like, I, I wasn't even mad when I found out my friend told me. I wasn't even mad that he cheated. And, like, mm-hmm. he was more he was more upset that he got her pregnant than I was. Like, to be honest. Like, we were already done at that point. Yeah. Um, he'd already moved back to his mom and everything. And it was just, like, he was trying to, like, patch things up. But Brian mm-hmm. and I had been friends for, like, a year at this point. And Brian was, like, trying to, like, get in that, like, so hard. Oh, yeah. He was being precious. Uh, I mean, he knows he wasn't the only guy on my roster, but he was the only one that I was like actively like maybe there's a potential for a relationship. The other ones were just like, yeah, because old Sam used to use men. We all are. We all know this. Um, so they were all just like they had jobs that they needed to do. <laughs> like, yeah, fixing my dryer, stuff like that. Um, but he was the only one that was like sweet and like brought me groceries and paid my water bill and didn't get yeah. any, didn't get any play but like was still down to hang so like i really enjoyed his company but when me and my ex broke up my ex like swears that brian and i were in a relationship and we were not we were not um but then he was like hey i got this true pregnant i was like well i guess we're not getting back together <laughs> <laughs> that'll so, do it that'll do it you know and it was so awkward because like him and brian had like painted my 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 house like the inside of my house so i can get my deposit back like it was so weird how it worked together out. together yeah because like my ex and i had broken up but he was still like trying to win me back so he was like yeah helping out and then brian's like trying to get in it so he's helping out right so i just have like these two dudes like painting my walls and taking out it's so weird um the power i know that you're talking about how toxic this is but like i never even thought to try and like get these dudes to do shit for me oh my god i was just like happy to be happened to be getting it you know oh no i'm i uh, i was just such a tease that's like i was such a toxic tease with like flirty and then like inviting them over and then being Mm -hmm. like you come roll a plot with me and they'll be like yeah because they're like i'm gonna get it in and then it's like i'm so tired you know like or like i am fucking screaming right now because not going to say her name on the pod again but we've mentioned her you've mentioned her before a specific friend of mine the same way like never pay for her own weed and i was like I was misindependent, like, I paid for my own weed in college, and I was just like, what do you mean you never bought it yourself? (laughs) Like, that's exactly what I mean. Like, it just never occurred to me to try and play it that way. No, I had, like, a full, like, six-foot-four man cleaning my apartment for me, cooking me meals. Like, I I literally hit, hit this dude's car in the parking lot like moved it from one space to another and hit it so bad 
And he was like, baby, it's fine. Yeah. I think you could teach a course on that, to be honest. God damn. Not being toxic. I don't think it is toxic, but like, I don't see you as toxic. I don't judge you for that. I laugh like the people at the tattoo shop call me mistress. Uh, Like, I missed my calling of being like a dom. Like, I yeah. would be such a good fendom. Like, yeah. Because I, I know how, like, I, I can make men feel good without physically making them feel good. And that's what got it. Mm-hmm. That's what got me through 18 to 25 was that model right there. Making them feel good without having them make them feel good. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. And there, I mean, there's people that will pay, like, they'll pay you to come no, clean no. your house and do your stuff. Oh, yeah. To, like, I'm take gonna... care of chores. Oh, yeah. I mean, I miss my Iconic. Body. Iconic. Um, and then maybe next I, life. Maybe next life. We'll see. We'll see. And then, you know, Brian was great for two years. Didn't he stuck around? He didn't ask me for anything. And so we got together. Um, and he has been just the best husband a girl he can ask for. He supports me with my body image issues. He supports me with my spirituality. He fills up my cup. And I fill up his cup and it's just like, I, I hate seeing like friends and mutuals like go through things where they like, cause I, when I was younger, like, like elementary school, that's when I would let men make fun of me. And it was like, mm-hmm. after that though, like, no bro. Like I just don't care enough about what dudes think to make them feel bad mm-hmm. about me, to make them feel, make me feel bad about myself. Right. So I hate it when I f- see friends and mutuals like in relationships with really shitty guys because I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, like I promise you, look at me. Just because you're fat does not mean you deserve to be treated like this. Like right. I, I promise. I have had such incredibly attractive. My husband's very attractive. My ex is mm-hmm. one of them not so attractive, but you know he was the plug, so you gotta do what you gotta do, ladies. But other than that very attractive partners like that treated me very well that did things for me i've never been like mistreated like that because like no if you don't want if you don't want to do it i will get another guy that will like yeah you know absolutely i think that it's actually that's really really common amongst like i'm i don't want to stereotype too much but like that mentality of like you aren't used to that attention so if someone express interest in dating you like you'll just you'll settle basically yes and sometimes it works out where it's like the guy is he's not a bad guy you're just incompatible right like we both had experience with but other times it's like you are putting up with someone who is not a good partner actively making fun of you And it's like, you think that that's all you deserve because of how people have made you feel about your looks if you're fat. Right. And that is just like, it's not true. Yeah. You don't have to take any of that shit. And there are people who want to date you. Yes. That aren't those people. Like, don't don't count yourself out. Yeah. Because we've both had plenty of partners that like, good looking guys. Stereotypically attractive guys. Yeah. And, like, when we were growing up, we wouldn't have thought that that was possible. Exactly. You know? Yeah, I don't... I'm real big on how people speak to me. So, mm-hmm. like, I can't be around friends where, like, their partner speaks to them like shit. I can't even, like... Yeah. Seeing stories on TikTok about, like, big women, big women, femmes, people in general, just sharing their stories about how their parent, their partner would, like, speak to them. Like, yeah. make fun of their weight. There's no way. There's no. no way. There's no way I would stand for that. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I no, just, and I don't think anybody should. No, no one absolutely should. not. Nobody should. I like going over my all my relationships. Like, I definitely tolerated some shitty behavior. Like, even from even from the decent guys, tolerated some shitty behavior in the way like they weren't as considerate as they should have been they weren't as con- like as relationship minded as i would expect now right but that was one thing that i also never tolerated was like if you were going if like speaking negatively about my weight even if we were already like in a sexual relationship when you started to roll that shit out like 
No, no, absolutely not. Like I, I can talk badly enough about myself. Yeah. Without having to deal with that. Like I can get laid elsewhere. Absolutely. Even as a mistress, there was standards. Like he still took me on dates. Remember I shared that story about his girl like rolling up like we were going on a date. Like we were going out. I was getting the treatment. You know, he drove all the way from North Carolina to be at my graduation. Okay. Like the treatment has always been there. Like I don't. Yeah. It's not even just like my fat friends. It's like any person like a woman fam like don't let your partner treat you like trash like there is someone out there that's not going to treat you like that like do not settle mm-hmm. and like come talk to me if your relationship's we're trash. taught to settle oh, we're taught no. we're conditioned to settle and to take take projects on basically right like no. that's why there's so so many videos out there where like straight men in like heterosexual relationships like there are any number of men like any number greater than zero is too many but like the number of men that are partnered up and they don't wash their asses oh my god i know they don't they don't they don't use a soap they don't use a washcloth they just let the water trickle down because it's gay to wash like and these men are these men are booed up no no these are the type, like, this is what we're conditioned to accept. No, my thing is, like, when I hear stories about, like, my friends or I'll see on a TikTok where, like, these people's partners, like, don't do their own laundry or dishes. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. I can't. I could never, like, Brian does his own laundry on his day when he feels like it. Like, yeah. man takes out the trash when the trash is full. Like, I don't understand living yeah. with a partner like i get like divvying up the chores that you both are comfortable doing like right i don't like i don't like i don't like uh putting dishes in the dishwasher because mm-hmm. i don't like seeing the food like once i'm done eating yeah. food it becomes disgusting so brian does that i empty the dish like they're not divvy up the chores but like i am not your man no like what no. i can't imagine that okay so that was, I mean, that was something I know I'm, I, I could, I want to keep talking about that, I but know. like, I, I was, I was raised in that kind of environment though. Like, uh, my dad was the breadwinner. So my mom did everything. And they're also from the generation that that was very common, but it was because of that. And also because of being in a relationship, like a dual income relationship, whenever I, Whenever my husband and I moved in together, when we were just dating still, that was something I was very adamant about. Like, I am not, like, I'm not your mom. Right. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do all of the cooking and all of the cleaning and laundry for everybody when we both have to work full time. Like, there was definitely a period of time whenever, like, my physical abilities were very limited that he did pretty much everything. And I think we've settled back into like a, a good rhythm as far as what's fair for us. But like if you're both working, physical limitations aside, one person shouldn't be doing all the chores. Right. Not constantly. It's just not fair. No. No. I like, get the, the the flows of the relationship. Yeah. But that was like the biggest thing with my ex was that he just would not get a job. But he all not it wasn't that he just wouldn't get a job. It was also he wouldn't he wasn't contributing in any way to the relationship. Yeah, was that emotionally? He was just there. He was just there. He was just there playing video games, and like that's mm-hmm. what really submitted. Like, I am not a gamer girlfriend. Like, yeah, I just I can't. Like, if you want to be active in the relationship, that's fine. But if you're just like sitting playing video games, thinking that I'm gonna like do the laundry, take the trash out, cooking mm-hmm. dinner, like, no, I am not your mom. Like, I'm not doing. Yeah, I'm not your mom. Like, sorry. Exactly. And I literally called her and was like, "Come get your son." come get this because i can i and oh she was so mad at me but i was like i don't know this is not working out for me honey come get this yeah this is this is a child no thank you amen not amen no (laughs) okay thank you guys for listening we're now going to go to your stories (laughs) absolutely so this episode i actually this was doing this episode was accelerated because we had a listener from Argentina, which, first of all, was so cool that we have a listener outside of the continental U.S. I know our analytics say we have plenty more, but, like, this was very cool. 
but she wanted us to talk about when you're the secret like a guy wants to keep dating you on the dl or um you know for whatever reason you are you're good enough to have sex with but basically not good enough to claim publicly yeah moped and yeah i hate that i feel like yeah it's it's tough like I was thinking about this in my own dating experience and I can't necessarily pinpoint a time when I know for sure that I experienced that because I like what I said when I lost my virginity like it could have definitely been because he had a girlfriend or it could have been because I was fat right either it could have been both either way but like I know that this isn't something that is rare but you guys, everyone deserves more than to be the secret. Yes. Do not settle for that. There are too many fish. Too many fish. And if you think that there is not enough, go to a different pond. Mm-hmm. Go you Absolutely. Are, you are swimming in a pond when there is an ocean, baby. There is an ocean. Yeah. Get out of it. Yeah. You do not have to settle for that. There are others. They're that- not the one for you. No, they're not. Yeah. Do not settle for that. If they think that because you're a big person, you have you don't have a lot of respect or self-worth. And in some cases, that's true. But that doesn't mean that you have to, like, play into that, you know? Right. Like, just because they message you or just because they show you attention doesn't mean that you have to respond to that attention. Right? Mm-hmm. Or you have to act on it because you've been, you've gotten it. You don't owe anyone anything. So you don't owe Absolutely. That, you don't owe to be their secret yeah i do want to be i do want to be clear that like we are not anti-casual sex here there's nothing wrong with having casual sex or having sex with someone you're not in love with that's not what this is that's not what this is if you if you are doing something that you can feel in your gut is not right for you and doesn't make you feel good about yourself you should not be doing it don't don't force yourself to do that because it might feel like in the moment that this is the last person that you'll ever that will ever find you attractive and you'll never find someone again i promise that's not true right there it is it is easier to get laid or to find a date than you are giving yourself credit for so you don't have to settle for the shitty one absolutely walk out walk outside your house Mm -hmm. yell really loudly cock please (laughs) <laughs> we'll be surprised at how many roosters show up in your yard okay i guess that's how they do it in north carolina <laughs> I guess. That's what, if that's what you want if that's if you're looking you're looking for, yeah okay no i promise <laughs> we're gonna read a couple short stories that were submitted and <laughs> then we're gonna end it on a lovely long one that we, we go <laughs> So the first one that I'm going to read um, is from a fellow bariatric patient. And it's not necessarily a story, but it is that she realized that guys are more attracted to her now that she's smaller and had a similar realization that that I did. Right. Like no longer being invisible, realizing that men were being nice to her, but also that other girls were more combative towards her like they were seeing her as competition when they didn't before oh yeah which is like that's don't be like that that's don't be so, like that that's how it works that's that's why i'm for you man that's yeah that's how it was so being the funny fat friend the girls just think that you are not competition and then mm-hmm. like a joke when you think that you can get with a like hot dude right it's like yeah it's such a joke and it's like no like he's actually already in my dms he just wants me to be a secret yeah yeah, yeah. don't yeah. be a pick me don't be a disgusting <laughs> so my my next my next one is actually from one of my friends from college uh, because we're so close i will be keeping her anonymous as well but she says, black men respect me more than white men. 
I don't know if you can say that, but black men have always looked past my fatness, no matter what my size. They White men don't give me the time of day unless they themselves are also fat. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. And she she grew up in small town West Virginia, a different different town than me, but very similar culture. And I feel like it might just be a small town thing, right? Where it was like, even for her, like guys from her hometown weren't interested in her until in college, and it was like once they found out that she was hooking up, basically, right. That was the type of attention she got from from white guys. But she also said, if you're feeling self-conscious of your body or not totally comfortable or or whatever, and you're okay with porn, go to our chubby or some other plus size focused Reddit. And it's a great eye opener to the fact that we were lied to about the fact that like fat bodies can't be attractive. Love it. Like you, yes, love it. Love it. But I, to be honest, I had a similar, I feel like it could be what she said at first could be considered controversial, but I had a really similar experience as well. Like it was just, it wasn't a thing. It wasn't an issue. And it wasn't, obviously it wasn't an issue for my husband either. But he was the first, the first white guy to like seem like he loved my body. And it wasn't just like, oh, she's cool and I'm attracted to her well enough. Like he loved it. I know we've talked about that before. Like just loved it. All right. So this one is from another friend of mine. And they said that their best story was this really hot dude that they dated when they were a small fat. He tried to tell them that his dad would not allow him to marry a fat woman. So he could not marry me ever. His dad was literally married to a fat woman. And now the guy that they dated is also married to a fat woman. So it's like, why do all that? I had an experience this weekend where, like, I was at my sister's house that they're mm-hmm. bike, and they had me, they were like, hey, like, I didn't have shoes on, so they were like, hey, can you test out the shower to make sure, like, it's good? So I went in there, tested out the shower, like, put my leg up, and, like, I came out, and they were like, oh, did you test the shower? I was like, oh, yeah, it was able to hold me, we're good. And, like, mm-hmm. the, one of the dudes was like, you said it, not me, because the dude was like, oh, was like, he was like, sheesh, or something like that, like, about my weight, and, like, my sister thought like it upset me so bad, but I didn't even register it. And like yeah. when I thought about it, I was like, "My guy, you have looked in the mirror, right? <laughs> You're aware that you are fat, like me. Right? Yeah, like you, you register you fat too. What do you do? They like- never see it like that. What the hell?" It was it's, crazy. It's wild. It was wild yeah. to me. It was wild to me. Yeah. Why? Honestly, it's it's wild too, like wild in a good way. That it did you didn't even register that. You know, like it didn't something like that could have in the olden days could have ruined your day. Or like yeah. been so embarrassing. Yeah, that's what I did. Like I'm glad that she like talked to him about it because I was like, hey, like I'm glad you did talk to him because like keep him in line because like he doesn't need to be like out here running his mouth on people's yeah. bodies. But also like I don't listen to older men. I just yeah, everything they say is just yeah. like I don't even register half of it. Also, like looking, it was a don't name. be calling out other fat people if you're also fat. Like that is just a it's a bad look. Period. But it's like, sir, sir, really, really. <laughs> We're for real right now. <laughs> cool vibe, I guess. Jesus. Yeah. Way to make it weird. <laughs> Do I have to say it? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's how I felt. Like, was like you totally could have been like, well, maybe you should go test it out too to make sure it's a good show. Right. Sure. It, it, he would be that dude where you're like, oh, look, another, you know, a fellow fat. And you'd be like, where? It's not me. You, bud. Like, yeah. Right. Right. 
don't know, the audacity. Anyways, continue. Mm -hmm. All right. So now I'm going to, I know we're getting long on time, but I'm going to go to some of our TikTok submissions. Yes, we only have two, so it should be okay. Stick in here, guys. We're yeah. all fun. Stick in. <laughs> you all are having fun. I know it. But this is from someone named Lenny. Um, it says, My ex and I dated for about a year, and he was well fit and liked to go to the gym because he used to be obese, both him and his twin brother. When we started dating, I was about 200 pounds, but as we started dating further, he kept picking on my size and how I could look. So out on group dates. There, my mom sided with him. I knew that if he was doing this as well as other forms of abuse, it could be worse after we got married. He used to say how he loved me for me, but it really, it finally really showed as we got closer to our wedding date how much he really did love me. It just kept getting worse and worse. He would say what I could and couldn't wear, whether I should wear makeup, and what I should be eating. I ended up calling it off. Good for you. Good and for lost you. deposits and donated my dress. My mother wasn't happy with me yet. I thought she would understood she would understand because she herself was in an abusive relationship with my father. It be the ones most well, yeah. just yeah, we you it know. be the ones closest to us, but it also be oh, the yeah. ones that are in the situation themselves. Yeah, of course. But I went through bouts of depression and unaliving thoughts. I ended up meeting my now husband shortly later, and we'll be we will be married ten years now. Shit, this December, I had to deal with PTSD, and still to this day, I worry about my weight. But he has always shown how much he loved me for me and my size. Yes, we love love that. Yes, yes. Good job not marrying that first one. I'm so proud of you. Congratulations. Good job trusting that gut. Made the right decision. Snaps. Snaps. Yes. And let's see, I think this is, yeah, this is our last one. So this last one is from Raven and Rogue, and it says, My wife and I met on AOL in 1997 when we were teenagers. We dated long distance for three years. She jumped on a Greyhound bus and came to visit with absolutely no plans of going back, and my dad lost his shit. My mom, however, loved court and tried to convince my dad to let her move in. No dice. Anyway, my dad eventually gave me an ultimatum to break things off or get kicked out. I was 17. We stayed friends for years. Court ended up having two kids, and we both got married to other people. Fast forward to 2016, we were both going through divorces and bonded about our experiences and ended up back together. They moved to... Isn't that so sweet? They, they moved to St. Louis to live with me, and we've been together ever since. <laughs> so I ended up I ended up marrying my first boyfriend, who later became my wife. <laughs> yes. So sweet. Precious. Precious. I love stories like that. Like, being friends online for so long like that. Even just, like, as a platonic friendship. Like, that's just so beautiful to me. We love Raven and Rogue in this house. They're the creators yes. of the territorial deck. I think mm-hmm. I have it right here. One of the mini one right here. Have the mini oh. territorial deck. Oh, trash. Okay. Woo, woo. Yeah. So cute. How cute. <laughs> you guys should check it out. Um, Love you. Thank you for submitting. That was precious. So precious. We do have one also that's in there. From TikTok from Anna. The second is my husband and I were roommates first, platonic friends, turned to dating, and then getting approval from his family for a love marriage. That's so cute. That's how me and Bob met, except for we weren't roommates. We were just platonic friends. (laughs) Healthy. I love it. I think you should be friends first. Like I think it's so important. Like one living together before marriage so important yes Um, like yes just so you Mm -hmm. know like know what you're signing up for before you legally sign up for it because people throw around like divorce but like divorce is expensive and it takes a minute in certain Mm -hmm. states it takes a minute so like yeah think before you sign live together before you sign like yes see what's up try try before you buy try before you (laughs) Buy before you buy. Okay. 
So our last story is a long one, but I'm going to summarize as much as I can. And this is from Self-Care Witch, which we love in this house. Love you. Okay. So ex before husband, I will omit name because honestly, I don't know what last name he is going by now. More on that near the end. We met at the one party I went to in high school. A community theater buddy of mine was hosting it. And so there was people from my school and his people from my school and his and that is how I met X. But I was 14 and he was 16. So I wasn't allowed to date. When I was 17, he was dating a girl, but they broke up. Um, so we decided to date when he was 19 and I was 17. But age different wise, age different wise, I couldn't have sex without accounting as the state, you know. Uh, he promised to take me to Black Hills by Mount Rushmore for my first time after I turned 18. I don't know if that's a good promise. I don't know anything about that area. So I don't know. That's, I mean, it's beautiful there, but oh, it, um, thankfully this never happened. So I'm, I'm assuming this was not a good first time plan. Um, yeah. My I mean, I wouldn't want to lose it around Mount Rushmore, but to each their own. Black Hills itself is beautiful. Oh, is it? Okay, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. This dude seems grimy anyways. Um, my parents... <laughs> found, yeah, there's just the vibes. My parents found out we were dating and I was sexting. Stupid 17-year-old me was stupid. Um, and so I got in trouble. They showed me in color... They showed me in color STD photos. Oh my god. My therapist yeah. wasn't a huge... wasn't a huge fan of them doing this so she convinced them to let me date my parents were going to parent and i was banned from texting my ex except for one supervised hour a day damn um but when it came to valentine's day and right around his 20th birthday he said he couldn't celebrate due to work so we celebrated at my anime club oh this this precious there's just something about when someone says like my anime club i'm like you yeah you know the vibe (laughs) We, we could be friends. Uh, we are friends. We bond over to their middle. <laughs> it matches up. The same anime club he admitted to traveling the world, killing demons like the protagonist of D. Grayman. I don't. Do you know what that means? I don't know what that means. That's a mouthful. And anyone. Okay. Alrighty. 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 We got a demon slayer X coming yeah. through. Yeah. Well, yes. A um, world traveler. The world traveler. Oh. He broke up with me via Facebook Messenger. Classy. Um, Because I had Facebook on my iPod Touch. Ooh. Retro. Um, And used it at school. And he lied why. He told me he wasn't good enough for me, which I blame my dad because he was over at my parents' place a week before and my dad did the you date my daughter i kill you talk so i was mad until three days later his facebook changed to him dating some new chick turns out he didn't have to work he wanted to go party and met a girl he wanted to fuck so he dumped me to fuck her oh and his ex yeah so yeah it said and that's like the summary of it basically is this dude was trashed. Um, yeah. Cool. The stinkiest of the trash. Stinkiest. There's more. I'm going to save the rest for if we ever have a Patreon. Let us okay. know if you guys want us to have a... Okay. I think the poll is going to be this week. Um, Do you think we should start a Patreon? Because this story is like a Patreon story if I've ever seen one because it does have like oh, yeah. like crazy twists and turns. So if you guys want us to start a Patreon, we will. And we'll get into like the exclusives there and all the dirty deets. Um, but yeah. Fuck that dude. Absolutely. I'm glad she didn't. I'm glad she didn't either. Now she's a great husband. So like, yeah, yes, we're here for it. We're just we are. Like, you know, go through the mud to find the good ones. I swear. It shouldn't be like that, though. No. Like that. Really, really shouldn't. All right. So, moral of the story. 
we've all been through it dating Mm -hmm. that and um never settle never settle i think that's the whole lesson more of the story right like just because your fat body does not mean you should settle for anything no relationships jobs what else anything don't settle anything anything less than what you want yes yes uh all right that's it that's all i got you guys Haley is gonna be our erica from the judges and Haley's gonna go through on where you can find us Haley, where can they find us (laughs) okay y'all so you can find us on instagram facebook and threads at plus size section tiktok at the plus size section and do you have any little cute stories for us or some reddit links that we could read for our next reddit episode anything goes i want to mix it up not just am i the a-hole or today i fucked up but you can email those to us at the plus size section at gmail.com while you are you know while you're listening do a little poll vote answer the questions and also give us a little rating on spotify or apple and also share this with your friends if you love us which you'd better you should give it a share because we want more ears on this podcast <laughs> we do i will get better at this you did amazing but i also might think i also might not thank you <laughs> and that's it that's a wrap we'll see you guys next week we have a guest Woo! Woo! All right. Bye, y'all.